That sound can mean only one thing. That's right. Time for another voyage exploring the past, present, and future of the old Oregon country. Come aboard and get set to ply the waters of the Pacific Northwest, metaphorical and otherwise, on another thrilling episode of Cascade of History. And now, stumbling out of the cluttered purser's office of the SS Columbia, here's your host, Felix Bunnell. I'm Felix Bunnell, and this is a special bonus podcast-only episode of Cascade of History. Featured is public comment from the Sumner, Washington City Council meeting of Monday, October 16th, 2023. Most of the commenters spoke in favor of saving the Ryan House in Sumner. We talked with one of the supporters on our previous episode, The comments made at the meeting received no formal reply from the Sumner City Council, and it's unclear if the city will move forward with its demolition plans. There's more information about the effort to save the Ryan House at the Cascade of History Facebook page. And that moves us on to unfinished business. We have no unfinished business. Next up is public comment. Would the clerk please read the rules for public comment? This is a time for you to address the mayor and the council as a whole regarding items that are not on the agenda. When the mayor calls your name, please approach the podium. Press the on-off button on the microphone. Before you begin your remarks, state your name and address or city in which you reside for the record. You will have three minutes to speak. As a reminder, public comment is a time for the council to hear from you and not a time to engage in back and forth. If you raise specific questions, the mayor may direct you to the appropriate staff member for further discussion. Thank you. First one on the list, we have Melody Adams Forstrom. And Mayor, before we get started, just a a technical note for tonight. Uh, Council, if your uh, mic turns on, if it's green, we'll have to upgrade you. We're having trouble switching it. Also for the public that's here tonight to speak, make sure your mic is lit up red like this. If it isn't, we'll switch it on for you. So it should be green right now. We'll press a button. We'll get it going. Okay. So my name is Melody Adams Forstrom. I live at 35346 11th Court Southwest Federal Way. I did live in the area for 24 years. Anyway, so I am in support of saving Ryan House to restore it and not demo it. And um, anyway, so my major point of talking uh, focus is, so where are we going to get the money to do this besides the citizens trying to raise the money? So 600,000 was talked about to renovate, to make a park for Ryan House. And we're saying, move that on over to to restore the house. Also, Rainier Park, um, you guys talked about putting roofs over the tennis court and the um, basketball court. Heck, I came here tonight I didn't bring an umbrella. I don't need a cover over me, and I don't think there needs to be a cover over those items. Well, then I looked on the, excuse me, six-year transportation plan. Now, what I didn't know, because I didn't have the time, is how much is coming from state and federal. And I didn't go over line by line of your budget. I know you got a budget. But anyways, what I came up with, eliminate the uh, pedestrian walk that's going to go over 410, that's $11,200,000. Eliminate the Puyallup River crossing, $4 million. And then also eliminate the bicycle lanes, $875,000. Now, again, I don't know the funding, if it can move about, but maybe in the budget, 
you can find money to renovate the house. Also, I'd like to mention the, the roof. I read some places sagging, and this is monsoon season. Needs to be seen to. We have, and we've talked, the fence has gone up around the house, and there is a permit to demolish the house is posted. We've seen that. We're talking about it. We know about it. We're hoping that we can come to talk to where this doesn't happen and that we save this Victorian gem that is in this city. Um, that's my time. Thank you. Oops. Next speaker, uh, Randall Adams. I'm Randall Adams. I live at 63rd Street, Court East here in Summer. I'd like to talk to you about unfinished business um, that should be in front of the council. The city of Sumner was named in a petition filed with the Central Puget Sound Growth Management Hearings Board last Monday. Since you did not hear any of this in your unfinished agenda, I wanted to make sure that all of you knew about that fact and that the citizens of Sumner knew about it. It is my understanding that city attorney has spoken with the attorney for Nancy Ryan Dressel and represented that all actions currently would be put on hold until the petition uh, reached its final res resolving. Maybe at some point tonight, the city attorney can apprise us on what this means, what actions will be done and what timelines do they anticipate for this process? The petition states that the resolution 1663 wherein the city voted to demolish the Ryan house is inconsistent with the city Sumner's comprehensive plan, specifically with the historic and cultural resources sub-element goals, policies, and objectives. The petition evidently has merit as shown by the city's actions of last week. And finally, posting some of the onto their Sumner Connects website, some of the following documents. The May financial estimate, estimation from WJE at 422,000. The June financial estimation from WGG after opening up the walls and ceilings at 1.459 million. The city's financial supposition of costs totaling approximately 2.219, which is an additional 760,000. And that in that report, it also shows that the city actually is online for 1, 1,626,500 in grants in Pierce County lodging taxes, not the 1.1 that we get quoted. The, the, CETA's, uh, the city's SEPA environmental checklist filed the day after the open house the city's determination of consistency with their own town center plan, the petition itself um, against the re resolution 1665 and the demolition permit issued today with the fence put up around the Ryan house with the website updated saying that um, the implementation of the demo was being postponed until further notice. Uh, I think I'm hoping that this is something, this is a very good act by the city and so far as we've been told that this, the building is falling down on itself and that now we've taken action to actually reduce our liabilities and nobody in the, in the city can be get hurt if they're there or the people who sleep there in the nightly basis won't get, won't get hurt also. With the petition slowing process, slowing things down or causing us to go back and actually do a process that may have been required, maybe now is a good time for all of us to work together and see that the whole town and area can what we can do to save the Ryan house. 
that could include local contractors taking a look at what's going on and actually getting bids and second opinions of what is needed to be done, or even if it can be done. That's right now there is. All right. Next speaker, Rose Giffen. I'm already on. My name's Rose Giffen. I live at 15004 80th Avenue, Courtney's in Puyallup. However, I am a uh, resident here and well, I've been a resident here in Sumner for many years. And my parents were, my grandparents were, everything else. I am not able to speak real well. So I would like to yield my three minutes to Randy, please. Yeah. I didn't ask for this. Okay. Regarding the SEPA environmental application and termination, there are some things that appear to be inconsistent in that that I wanted to bring to highlight to you. That the eight, 208, there are 2018 town center plan says the Ryan House will be restored, a museum, a visitor center, plus many paragraphs regarding the Ryan's history. Nothing comes close to saying it would be demolished, therefore, demolition is not consistent with the town center plan. Two other statements that the SEPA checklist used to get the demo permit that are inaccurate include the city states there are there are there are are there any environmental hazards in ex, including exposure to toxic chemicals, risk of fire, explosion, spill, hazard waste, or that could occur because of this proposal. The city answered there is no known environmental hazards. Yet in their own your own summary of costs in in redoing the um, the house, you state that hazardous Component abatements cost quoted are either 189,000 or 50,000 by Drew. Now, I can understand there's a difference in there, and possibly because of the uh, abatement of the asbestos that was done, and that may have been included in the city's estimate of 189, but the 50,000 for sure is going toward lead based paint. Well, you can't then represent that you have lead based paint and then in an environmental study say there's no hazardous. Um, Hazard there. There's nothing hazardous. You got You can't. You got to be on one side of the fence or the other. You can't be on both of them. Another question asked: Is there any material evidence, artifacts, or areas of cultural importance on or near the site? The city responds: There are no known landmarks, features, or other evidence of Indian or historic use of the of, or occupation. That's not saying just Indian historic. That's saying or historic. And the Ryan House by definition is historic. It is placed in the historic register for heaven's sakes. Another question asks, the method used to assess the potential impacts to cultural and historic resources on or near the project site. The answer was the original pioneer cabin of the home dates back to as early as 1860. The Ryan House is also on the National Register of Historic Places of Local Significance. The city of Sumner staff met with and consulted with DAHP staff on July 27th, 23rd. None of that has ever been disclosed. And even in this, it doesn't disclose <clears throat> what happened in that meeting. Did the DHP, did they ever solicit or, or bring forth any recommendations or put on paper what they said in, in this meeting? No, that doesn't exist. I can go on and on with multiple acts. What I'd like to do is to just hopefully you guys listen somewhat to what I've said and that we can see that although our, maybe our process had been flawed previously and disclosures that you thought you had given us had not been done, 
that maybe we can restart correctly and see if we can all come together and save the rhinos. Thank you. Next speaker, Nick Bierman. Yeah, so my name is my name is Nick Bierman. Uh, I live at 5802 Parker Road East, which is just to the east of the Fred Meyer. Uh, so I do live here in Sumner. Um, and I also rise in support of saving the Ryan House. Uh, I have a few comments on the process so far, and I'd like to see how different organizations in the community can work with city council, can work with uh, historical restoration boards to try to do whatever we can to find funding to save the Ryan House. Um, I know that one of the points of contention about why the house was voted to be demolished was the lack of funds. Um, I really think that if we pause and, and slow down and reflect, there are ways of finding funding. Um, one other thing that I think maybe was misrepresented was that the grants for restoration would run out at a certain timeline. Although I've learned that uh, through some reporting uh, that some grants can be extended under extenuating circumstances, uh, that it's not necessarily a hard timeline. So I think it would be good to re remain flexible and at least explore other options and also explore new grants. Maybe there's other grants out there that the city has not been made aware of that, that could be explored. Uh, so I would like the city to just slow down a little bit and think about what's going on. Because once the house is gone, it's gone forever. Um, let's make sure that we're doing the best thing for the city and the residents. Uh, the city of Sumner is the steward, or the, the city of Sumner is the steward right now for the Ryan House. So I think we should do the best we can to treasure the resource that we have while we still have it and not be so hasty to get rid of it. I also would like to kind of go back to some other things that have been talked about um, with the structures on the site. My understanding is that not every structure on the site is unsound, that only a couple of places are unsound. And I think that's also another really good point to make sure that the citizens are aware that there are things that can be done to shore up the places where the, the structures are uh, sagging or lacking in, in soundness. Um, but to say that the entire structure is going to collapse any, at any moment, I think is a misrepresentation. And I think um, that's important to, to hit on. And then one final, one final note, um, I think the city may need to do a better job of outreach I've talked to citizens who say they didn't know this was happening. And even the notices online for meetings and on the website, a lot of people don't look at the website. A lot of people don't use computers. A lot of people in town, residents, long-term residents, do not regularly use the, the, the website and the, the, uh, um, the, moment, the minutes that are posted online, the upcoming agendas that are posted online. There's no notice that goes out by mail to residents. And a lot of people don't know because they can't look online or don't look online. So that's my time. Thank you. Lindsay Norland.
Good evening. I live on Alder Avenue in Sumner. Um, ladies and gentlemen of the council, thank you guys for allowing us to speak tonight uh, regarding the impending demolition of the Ryan House. Uh, I stand before you as a concerned citizen, um, but also as a voice for the community that feels unheard, unconsulted, and are very concerned by the lack of transparency, due diligence, and vision that has accompanied this decision. Uh, first and foremost, the lack of transparency surrounding the fate of the Ryan House is very troubling. Um, not only are historical landmarks, should they be cherished, uh, not every town has a historical landmark. So the fact that we have one um, is pretty special. Uh, and the fact that we are so quick to tear it down um, seems just very concerning. Um, one thing that was very troubling to me is uh, in hearing the city's communication director, Carmen Palmer, state to reporter Felix Bannell uh, that she had put it in multiple newsletters. She said, we've put it out there. It's been on the website since 2019. Where was the effort to save it then? Uh, my concern there is it has been on the website since 2019, but everything up until September revolved around the improvements and the exciting updates that would be made to the Ryan House. It wasn't until a month or two ago um, that it was stated publicly, as stated before, this hasn't been made very public. Um, it was then that the concern was, was, was brought forward by the community um, as it hadn't been properly communicated to us. Um, there was no need for the community to step in up until September as it was moving in a direction that the, the citizens were excited about. Um, that's where the confusion lies and that's where the lack of transparency is pretty astonishing. Uh, as the communications director and the people that represent us, there is a responsibility to ensure that critical changes and plans are adequately and clearly communicated to the public. Uh, and it appears that this aspect of her role and the council's role has been lacking. Uh, we live very busy lives here in Sumner, uh, and we hope that the people that represent us would be open and honest in their communication and bring forth our voices uh, and our opinions to decisions uh, as drastic as these. And then lastly, it's just worth emphasizing that our city has a lot of beautiful parks, um, loyalty, Rainier View, tons of updates made. Uh, the last thing we need is another large grassy park just three blocks down from Heritage Park that has just recently been improved. Uh, as a former high school teacher uh, and a mother to a nine-year-old, I believe that the local schools and students should have the privilege of visiting and touring the Ryan House to learn about the heritage of our community. It's not only a historical asset, uh, but a valuable educational resource that can help our young ones today connect to the past and the community that they live in. Thank you. Amy Ring. Um, I live at, on Pacific Avenue in Sumner, and I don't need three minutes. Um, my family has been in Sumner for generations. My children are the seventh generation of my family to live in Sumner. 
um, my great, 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 however many greats back uh, was Doc Spinning, who was the physician in town and came over on the wagon train with Ezra Meeker. Um, I come to speak in support of the Ryan House. I, you know, there's been so many things going around. And I guess I just, as a citizen, um, one of the things I have heard is that restoring the Ryan House would be a financial hardship to the citizens of Sumner. And as a citizen, I wanna speak in support of my tax dollars going towards that. I pay for all kinds of things I don't use. My kids are grown, can't tell you the last time I went to Loyalty Park. But Loyalty Park's still important to me. I still am glad to have my tax dollars go to that. I want it to be there for future generations. I feel the same way about the, our other parks and the Ryan House. It is really important as a community that we preserve our history, that we honor our history, and that we make an investment in making sure that our history will be there for future generations. So I would ask that the council um, do what they can to try to find a way to work with the community to preserve our history. It would be a horrible, horrible loss for all of us. Thank you. Spencer Gray. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name's Spencer Gray. We own a property on Academy. I feel like there hasn't been good transparency in regards to this, as other people have said. These people, the Ryans, worked really hard to get where they were, as everybody does. But it seems like there's a shift in societal and cultural values where people are just quick to disregard things that are hard and not do the work to figure out how to save them, such as the Ryan House. There's no way, regardless what's going on there, that it's a $2 million project. You're a city, so these contractors are going to charge you prevailing wages, maybe use union workers. And I'm not trying to get into debate, but it's definitely not what it would cost if I was to go there and gut that house, shore up the foundation and put it back and make it look how it does today. The citizens deserve to keep that and the history doesn't need to go away. From my understanding, the, the city has been responsible to keep up this house for almost a hundred years and has failed miserably. The most concerning statement that I read online is it says the city operates on a very lean budget, meaning they're has never been excess funding. There's wasted money all over the place. This is a government. There's, it wouldn't have taken too much to keep that house up over the last hundred years, but now we're at a point that doing nothing has resulted in a big bill, just like the city of Puyallup's done nothing to the police department and wants $50 million and they spent $1.6 million to build a bathroom. It's pretty wasteful. Um, it's possible that you could get some local businesses and contractors who have bonds and insurance to piecemeal this program together and maybe not be out of pocket very much at all. The council standing before me seems to have been around for quite a while and it's kind of concerning that you, it would appear to me that you're not voting on behalf of your constituents. I haven't 
heard a single person here that wants his house torn down. So we need to take a pause and figure this out. Um, that's all I have. Thank you. Jeff, are there any online? If anybody online would like to speak, can you raise your hand or press star nine? None. Anybody else want to go before we? All right. Give me a chance. Could you state your name and address when you get up there? I was kind of nervous to speak, but um, I can get this original. Uh, I'm sorry, Suzanne Cash Canton. Cashin was my maiden name. <laughs> I must be nervous. Anyway, I'm up in unincorporated um, Bonnie Lake area, unincorporated Sumner, which is uh, Bonnie Lake, which is considered Sumner, Washington. But I came across someone had posted so many things posted. I thought it was fascinating, the, the original deed. And if I may, I just want to read a couple things. That was, this was the deed that was posted in the newspaper, uh, 1926. And it starts off technically here. The said premises being hereby granted, conveyed and dedicated to the town of Sumner for the use of the public <clears throat> forever and as for a public park and site for a public library to be maintained on said premises by the town of Sumner. But no building other than for library purposes shall ever be erected on the site. It is stipulated as follows. Um, the old house on said premises shall be used as a public library as long as it is suitable or at least for a period of five years. They go on to don't do anything for five years. That's in the deed here, um, including all the stipulations on plants, beautiful particular references here to the plants. When the present building is ready to be torn down, the heirs reserve the right to enter and reserve any part of the old house that is desired. The heirs also reserve the right to go upon the premises at any time for the purpose of assisting in the care of the grounds as they desire for the purpose of making minor repairs. The heirs desire that a space as they may select on the grounds to be reserved for the tablet, the memorial tablet to Lucy Ryan. Should at any time a building be erected on these premises other than specified above, the property will revert to the heirs. I thought that was fascinating. Um, no hedge of any kind. They go into the landscaping again. Um, and then I thought this was fascinating. And when a new building is erected, it shall be of the old English residential style, following it um, if pra practical or as nearly as possible, the contour of the old house, witnesses, etc. cetera. Um, I just feel this is a beautiful, beautiful landmark. Not that we have very many at all, um, it strikes me that George Ryan was our very first mayor and his wife, Lucy, first postmistress, um, library, library there for years. So in respect for them and in honor of this deed, I would just ask that you seriously consider holding on to this jewel, this gem, as others have said, um, to save it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. All right. Anybody else? Okay, thank you for your comments. Move on to new business. This has been a special bonus podcast only episode of Cascade of History. 
This episode featured public comments from the Sumner, Washington City Council meeting of Monday, October 16th, 2023. Most of the commenters spoke in favor of saving the Ryan House in Sumner. I'm Felix Bunnell, Cascade of History. Cascade of History is produced in Seattle by Felix Bunnell.